Welcome back to FarleyCon. Chip Hazard here with Dan Jolly. Dan, how's it going today? It's good. It's good. It's been a good show. Good. Uh, appreciate you taking a little bit of time uh, for this interview. Um, got a couple questions for you. Uh, see you got some some novels, but you also do uh, comic art, correct? Uh, I'm not an artist. I'm a writer. A writer. I'm yeah. sorry. That's right. A writer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Strictly a writer. Strictly a writer. Um, yeah, pardon me. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I personally attest it all to the same, but it is different, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, what I do in comics is write scripts. So, um, basically, how like how a comic story originates, uh, the writer comes up with the idea and then breaks that idea down into individual pages and then those pages into individual panels so like i would write like if it was if it's if we were a comic story it would be panel one establishing shot of farley con which is taking place at the camp jordan arena so there'd be like a shot of the outside of the building panel two uh establishing shot of the like uh creator's alley here and then maybe by panel three, we get to the three of us. And that might be described as like a three shot of uh, the cameraman, the interviewer, the writer standing behind a table. And then below that, then we get into like we have interviewer. So, Dan, are you a comic writer or a comic artist? And then writer, you know, uh, whatever the response to that would be. So you break all that down, and it's kind of like a series of instructions uh, or explanations to the artist. So um, sometimes people like to write scripts that don't include the dialogue at first, Um, but I, I like to include the dialogue so that the artist can allow room for it um, if there's a particularly wordy panel, maybe the the uh, the figures will be smaller because you don't want to cover up the art with the words. You know, comics is a visual medium. Um, it's it's vitally important to let the artist populate the panels with uh, you know the the images of the story. Um, if you had um, word balloons covering everything up, you might as well at that point you might as well just write a novel. All right. Uh, so when working on comic books, do you prefer superhero comics or fantasy comics or, or what? I, I don't know that I have a, a real preference. A few moments later. Oh, superhero or fantasy? Yeah, superhero, I, fantasy. I mean, I, I don't know that I have a real preference. Uh, it depends on what the story is, what the character, who the characters are. Um, how like how many restrictions are placed on the story um, you know I, I like it best when someone says um, what kind of story would you like to tell Dan uh, like uh, the, the one that springs to mind um, I wrote an issue of Vampirella many many years ago and it was at a convention I was talking to uh, Maureen McTeague the editor okay and she was like, well, we have, we have space coming up that you could, you could do something for. And just off the top of my head, I was like, well, have you done a story where she deals with a banshee? And she, she goes, no, no, we don't. We, we haven't had that. Um, 
pitch me a story involving a banshee. Um, and now I didn't have a story involving a banshee. That was just the first thing that popped into my head. But then I got to go home and come up with something. And uh, I was what I what, what I eventually came up with. I was pretty happy with. Um, that's more enjoyable than um, if the editor says, uh, write this write this Batman story where he has to be in this place and this place, and he has to deal with this character and this character, but you have to allow for these other stories that are going on at the same time. And, um, uh, or, or like uh, the ones where the status quo can absolutely cannot change. So, right. you know, you have to start and end basically with the same place, and it's, it, that, that feels more like filler. So it's not as, not as fulfilling. Understandable. Um, uh, when, when dealing with, with comics and you, you write the script and everything, how closely do you work with the, the artists and illustrators and everything to make your story come to life? As closely as possible. Um, ideally, before I start on the script, I'll call the artist uh, or the art team and be like, um, what, uh, what kind of preferences do you have as far as panel count? Is there anything that you really enjoy drawing? Is there anything that you hate drawing? Uh, and if somebody says, I really hate drawing cars, you know, I will not write a scene in a used car lot. <laughs> um, but a lot of the time, I don't know who the artist is going to be. Right. You know, sometimes uh, I get a, an assignment and uh, write the script, and um, 12 months later, they, the, the editor decides who is going to draw it. So then I have no input. So, you know, you just kind of cross your fingers and hope for the best. Uh, typically, like, I try not to have more than five panels on a page. Uh, I, I usually try not to draw horses, apparently horses, uh, to, to write horses into the script because apparently drawing horses is really difficult. Then um, that's a generalization. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're, if you're trying to make it so that the artist who's eventually assigned to it doesn't hate you, you know, you just you try not to write uh, 18 panels on a page because not everyone is George Perez. George Perez could draw 24 panels on a page and make it all gorgeous, but that's that's rare. Right, right. Uh, so, last thing for you today. We don't want to take up too much of your time, but uh, tell us about your your novels, what you have coming out, what's your most recent, and uh, what maybe are you working on coming that is not out yet but coming out. Um, well, I, um, I kind of, I, I write in a number of different genres, like, uh, the, the Grey Widow trilogy is like science fiction, superhero horror. Um, and that, that came about because I had been writing superhero comic books for so many years with a lot of the restrictions that I was mentioning earlier. Right. And I wanted to just write, write it the way I wanted to write it. So that's, that's what came out. Um, the Storm is um, a mystery thriller, like nothing supernatural or science fiction about it at all. That was inspired by a tornado that hit my hometown in 2011. Oh, wow. So um, uh, that was a, a complete departure from writing science fiction or fantasy. That was like depicting the real world, which was a whole different, whole different ballgame, but it was great. Um, and most recently, I've started a fantasy detective series. Um, okay. it's, it's in an original setting. There's a, an all-human empire that has used rune-based magic to solve crimes for 300 years. 
something begins to break that magic down and it falls to the first ever non-human member of the Imperial Criminal Investigation Ministry, which is her. Uh, she has to come in and introduce actual detective procedures for the first time in like 12 generations. Maybe keep the empire from crumbling. Um, so uh, it's a, so, some people would say it's a bad habit to mix genres, but uh, it, just, it just occurred to me one day, like I, I had never seen a high fantasy mystery. No, I don't think I've ever heard of one. And, uh, and I went to John Hartness at Falstaff. Uh, Falstaff was publishing all my other uh, adult fiction. And uh, I said, uh, how would you feel about uh, if I, or could, can I pitch you a high fantasy, like detective mystery uh, story? And Hartness goes, oh yeah, Stuart Jaffe has three of those coming out next summer. Yours can come out after his. I'm like, ah, Jaffe. Um, I thought I was really original, but um, the the reception for the 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 whole series is called the Demon Sleuth Scrolls. Okay. Uh, because the main character is part of a, a race of people that the humans call demons, and it's like a racial slur. Uh, the, the, the actual species is called the Sethids, S-E-T-H-Y-D, Sethid. Um, but, uh, she, the main character is forced to essentially become a reluctant hero, like a reluctant detective. And, um, so it's, it's like sword fights and magic and monsters and a murder mystery. And, um, uh, one of the, one of my favorite protagonists that I've ever come up with. So I'm, I'm really proud of the whole series. Uh, book two just came out. Okay. In fact, this weekend is the first time I'm selling the books in person. Oh, nice. And uh, I'm uh, eyeball deep in book three. So that's that, that should be out around this time next year, if all goes according to plan. Awesome. And for anybody who would want to purchase any of your novels, where can they get that? They're all on Amazon. Everything is on Amazon. Uh, the Grey Widow novels are on Audible as well. They all have audiobooks. Um, we're currently recording the audiobook for uh, book one, which is called The Rune Master Homicide for the, the Demon Sleuth Scrolls. And I am in the process of negotiating a deal to have uh, the storm uh, narrated as well. So by this time next year, everything should be on audio as well as. Uh, print and digital like ebook copies. Awesome. Well, Dan, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure.